Okay, Bruchem Abam, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us. I want to welcome everybody. And I also want to mention uh, the learning today is dedicated by my dear friend, Rabbi Ephraim Pinsauer, Lila Nishmas's father. That today is the yard site, Chav Zayin, Nisan, Yisrael Chayim ben Ephraim, Samish Avin an Aliyah, Shem El Siyosher for his home Mishpacha, for Simcha Sanachas, Adbi Askel Tzadak. Okay, so what we're going to do today is I want to share with you some introductory remarks about Perkei Avos, as this is the first week that uh, we learn about Perkei Avos. Um, it's interesting, and I would like to tie it into the parsha, namely Parshas Shemini. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Kedushin, on Daf Lamed, that the middle letter of the Torah is the Vav of the word Gachain. So what is the significance that the middle letter of the Torah is the letter Vav? There could be, uh, there are 22 choices to choose as the middle letter of the Torah of what significance is it that the middle letter of the Torah is the, the Vav. So I have a very nice say from Perkei Avais, it's called Vayaged Moshe. Actually, um, the first Vayaged Moshe was a Haggadah. Vayaged Moshe Haggadah is one of the classic Likutim on the Haggadah. And I saw a couple years ago that he came out with the parish on Perkei Avais, and uh, it's very nice material. So he quotes from Pinchas Karatzer. The pegs, the Yesedois, of the Amudim that connected the Yuriois one to another. <clears throat> In other words, um, the pegs, sorry, I'm just having some electronic... Uh, Interference here. The pegs that were used to uh, hold the Uriyos together were called Vavim. Interesting. They're not called Alephs, they're not called Bezes, they're not called Gimels, they're not called Pays, they're called Vavim. What is the significance that the the connectors of the Uriyos are called Vavim? And Rapinchas Karzer says as follows The letter Vav is not really used as a word into it of itself. It sort of takes the place of a vowel. A vav is in place of a choylam. A vav is in place of a malupam. Or a vav is a vav hachibor. It connects one thing to another. So in other words, a vav is a service letter. It doesn't have independent meaning. It's and. Yoimer vayoimer. Bayis vibayis. Ubayis. Oi. Vav is vav hashimosh. Vav hachibor. It's a tool. It connects something to another to another item. It's a vav hachibor, and therefore to connect one urea to another, the best way to describe the hook is to call it the letter vav because it doesn't have its own inherent value, but it's used to connect a to b one thing to another. By the way, it's an interesting thing. Rameir Shapiro said on the Zoya, the Zoya says that after Cain killed Hevel, so it says that Yosem lekayin ois. God made a letter. He gave Cain a sign, but literally, ois, a letter. So the Zayar says, which letter did God give Cain? The Zayar says he gave him the letter Vav. What is the significance of that? What is the significance of the letter Vav? So Mayor Shapiro says as follows. Actually, uh, I think it's quoted in the Sefer on Pesach, that the Vav is a Vav HaChibor. It connects, connects one to another. It services others. The Vav does not have its own inherent meaning, but it rather it services the rest of the word. 
Kayan's problem was he uh, Kayan castrated uh, uh, Kayan, excuse me, wanted to kill Hevel. Why? Rashi brings that he uh, felt that the, the world wasn't big enough for the two of them, and he wanted a bigger Yerusha. In other words, he was uh, self-centered. He was selfish. He did not want to have any connection with anybody else. He did not want to service anybody else. He just focused on himself. So the letter that the Yvon Shem gave Kayin was the letter Vav, the Ois Vav, indicating that uh, you have to be more attuned and sensitive to the message, that you have to be giving of yourself to other people. Don't be only focused on yourself. That's the... That's the uh, importance of the letter Vav. So we're going to encounter a Mishnah in Perkei Avais, Perk Beis, uh, Mishnah Ches. The Mishnah says as follows. There's a simple reading of the Mishnah, and then there's a deeper meaning. The Mishnah says, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai says, Im lamadata Torah harbe, if you learned a lot of Torah, al tachzik toiva la'atzmacha ki l'kach If you learned a lot of Torah, literally it means, don't give yourself credit, because that's what you were created for. Rav Moshe Feinstein has an amazing observation. He says, you know, Yaakov Avinu learned 14 years in the Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever. And where does the Torah tell us that he learned 14 years in the Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever? Nowhere. Nowhere does the Torah say, Vayeshev Yaakov v'yeshiva arba esrei shana. We sort of always have to figure it out. It says Yaakov slept in that place. Oh, he slept in that place. But in the 14 years he, he was in Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever, he didn't sleep. We're always trying to figure out and infer that Yaakov Avinu learnt the 14 years. Why doesn't the Torah say explicitly that Yaakov learned 14 years? So Rav Moshe says, based on this Mishnah in Perkei Avais, Im harbe If you learnt a lot of Torah, don't give yourself credit. So in order to teach the lesson that when you learn a lot, don't talk about it, don't give yourself credit, the Torah omits that Yaakov Avinu spent 14 years in the yeshiva to emphasize this message of But the Sefer Vayaged Moshe quotes the Bina Le'itim. Now, the Bina Le'itim is a very interesting Sefer. The Bina Le'itim was written by one of the Italian Gedolim. His name was Ravazaria Figo. And this is really the father of all Sifrei Drush. All subsequent Sifrei Drush are Meyusad on the Sefer Bina Le'itim. And he says as follows, You know what it means? Contrary to um, perhaps popular thought that the ideal way to live one's life is to sit in one's Dalet Amos and just study Torah. The Mishnah is saying, no, that's not what God wants. If you learnt a lot of Torah, Don't keep the good to yourself. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't just sit and learn yourself. The, the purpose says the Binal Itim. God created tens of thousands of heavenly angels. So what does God need man to sit and learn Torah for? He needs another angel? He has millions of angels in the Shamayim. The purpose of man over the angel is that the angel cannot bring shlemos to anybody else, as opposed to man has the capacity to share the Torah with other people to help facilitate other people reach their shlemos. So the way the Bino Litim reads the Mishnah in Avais is differently than the simple. Simply, it's it's read if you learnt a lot of Torah. 
don't give yourself credit. That's why God created you. But the Bina Itim learns the Mishnah. If you learned of Torah, a lot of Torah, don't keep it to yourself. Don't keep the Torah learning to yourself. Share it with others. That's the advantage of man over Malach. In other words, the Adifus, the Maila of Adam over a Malach, is that a, a man could bring Shlemus to other people. The Gemara says in Erevan and Daphne and Gimel that there is a difference between the residents of Yehuda and the Galil. The residents of Yehuda were Golu Masechta, and therefore they remember their learning. The residents of the Galil, Loi Golu Masechta, and therefore the Torah was not retained by them. It says Rashi, what does it mean Golu Masechta? Rashi says, in the Bnei Yehuda taught Torah to others, so the Torah was Neskayim Biyadam. The Gemara says, David was Goli Mesechta. Therefore it says about him, Yireyecha Yeruni V'Yismachu. Shaul was Loi Golu Mesechta. And therefore, Bechol HaShar Yifna Yarshia. So that means the Iker Kiyama Torah is uh, teaching it to others. Ah, which letter in the Aleph Beis? symbolizes giving over to other people. The letter Vav. The letter Vav has no inherent meaning. It's the Vav HaChibur. It's the Vav HaShimosh. is to attach yourself and to service others. Therefore, says the Sefer Vayaged Moshe, the le- middle letter of the Torah is the letter Vav, indicating that what does the Torah stand on? The Torah stands on giving Torah over to others, not just to learn yourself. To give to others. And just important to point out, one does not have to be a Rebbe or an official teacher to be able to give Torah over to others. Everybody has a Shabbos table. Everybody has friends, family. And in whatever capacity a person is able to share Torah with others, that is the central and foundational principle of which the Torah stands on. That's... And I wanted to start uh, Pirkei Avos this way, first of all, because it's based on this week's parsha. The middle letter of the Torah is the letter Vav, indicating that what it all stands on is Torah's Chesed, to give over to others. The Vayagad Moshe continues, in the Haftorah of Shemini, the Pasuk says like this, Vayilech David, this week's Haftorah. Remember we had, a, when was it, a couple years ago we had the Haftorah series? So we'll have to add this to the collection. David went, and he went up to the Aron of Elikim, from the house of Oyved Edoim, Ir David, and the carriers of the Aron, it says, Shishat Sa'adim, they took six steps, and they brought Karbanais. Asked Vayagid Moshe, why do I care that those who carry the Aron took six steps? This week's Haftarah. You don't have to remember any other Haftarah. This week's Haftarah. Ah, the says, you know why they took six steps? Because the Iker way to hold on to the Torah and to hold on to the Aron is it's Vav. It's a Vav Achibor. It's a Torah that you share with other people. So that's the uh, significance of the six steps that were taken by the Malache, uh, by the carriers of the Aron. Ah. So what does this got to do with Perkei Avos in the aftermath of Pesach? So he says very nicely, what happened on Pesach? Pesach God showed the world that He loves the Jewish people more than He loves the angels. Why? The Malachim wanted to sing Shira to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when He made the miracle. God said, eh, you can't sing Shira yet. 
you got to wait until Israel sings Shira. You got to wait until Klal Yisrael sings Shira. Like the um, the Medrash Darshans on the Pasuk, Kidmu Sharim, Achar Noigenim, that they were only able to sing Shira after us. Therefore, as the Yom Tif of Kabbalah Satara approaches, which, by the way, also demonstrates that Hashem loves us more than the angels, because the angel says, hey, keep the Torah up here in Shamayim. And God says, no, 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 this Torah is not for you. If you're going to get the Torah, you're just going to sit and learn. That's, what do I need that for? I'm not, I don't give the Torah that people should just sit and learn. No, the Torah was given so that you could share it with other people. So that's the whole reason the Torah came downstairs so the uh, the teaching of Pirkei Avais, which is the primary way which our Rabbeim and Rabbanim and our teachers bring and instruct us in the ways of Shlemos, begins now. Because the whole foundation of the Torah and what the Torah rests on is the Ois Vav, that the Torah is not merely meant to study for ourselves, but it's, it's meant for us to share and bring Shlemos to others. And that is why the middle letter of the Torah is the letter Vav of Gachain. We could add one more idea. And that is, in um, we're going to start saying Tachna next week for the first time in quite a while. And as it is known that Ashkenazim, how many days a year do we say Tachna? Zero. Ashkenazim never say Tachna. Because... Um, the Tachnan that we say, Hashem Albi Soichicheni, is not Tachnan. And the real Tachnan is the David Hashem Nafshi Esa, which Sfardim say. The reason why Ashkenazim never say Tachnan is we're afraid of the Klala of the Zayar that one cannot say Tachnan with, uh, one should not say Tachnan without Kavana. The Sfardim are also concerned with the Klala of the Zayar, and therefore they do say Tachnan, but they never put their heads down. Be it as it may, if you look in the real Tachnon of, of the Sfardim, it's like Ashrei, and it has a Pasuk for every letter of the, al- the Aleph base, except for the letter Vav. And the Zayar says, why in L'Dovet Hashem Nafshi Esa is there no Ois Vav? Ah, says the Beis Yosef quoting the Zayar. What is the purpose of Tachnon? You ever wonder? What is the purpose of Tachnon? The purpose of Tachnon is, we already said Psuki de Zimra. We already said Birchus Krishna. We already said Shimon Esrei. So what are we saying Tachnon for? Tachnon is, now we say, I would give up my life al Kiddush Hashem. That is the function of Tachnon. Your, the willingness and declaration you'd give up your life al Kiddush Hashem. Well, the letter Vav, says the Zayah, represents life, the Eitz so you can't say Tachnon and say you're willing to give up your life on Kedosh Hashem and have a letter Vav. The letter Vav is life. So therefore there's no Vav represented in Tachnon. That's what the Zayar says, quoted by the Beis Yosef. But it comes out very beautiful that the letter Vav then has two meanings. The letter Vav represents life and the letter Vav represents giving to others. Because the very definition of Chaim is the ability and the capacity to give to others. Like Rav Chaim Shulevitz famously says that the Gemara tells us there are four people who are Chashiv Kameis, someone who's blind, someone who has no money, someone who doesn't have Banim, someone who's a Metzorah. Ask Rav Chaim Shulevitz, why are these four people considered like they're dead? 
I understand someone who's poor, maybe he has a difficult life, but what is the common denominator of all these four kinds of people that they're all chashev kameses or chayim They all share one thing in common. Their ability to give is mitigated. Someone who doesn't have money doesn't have the resources to give. Someone who doesn't have banim doesn't have to whom to give. Someone who's a mitzayra is isolated, cannot have interaction with people. Someone who's blind can't see what other people need. The very definition of chayim is the ability to give to other people. So, we'll conclude with a beautiful idea. We'll cover those who just came to Eretz Yisrael. We'll end off with the uh, very interesting question of, I believe, Rabbi Yaakov Luria, the son-in-law of the Nesiva Shalom. And that is, we have two bodies of water in Eretz Yisrael. One in the north and one further south. And they cannot be more diametrically opposite. The one in the north, the Kinneret, is the most lush region in all of Israel, there are species of fish that exist in the Kinneret that don't exist anywhere else. It's a very peros genosar. It's a very, uh, it's a delectable area. And on the other hand, a little further south is what we call the Yamamelech, the Dead Sea. Literally, everything is dead. Nothing could survive the Dead Sea. There's even a question whether a bacteria or amoeba could survive the salty waters of the Dead Sea. So how could it be that these two bodies, which by the way are both fed from the very same water source, they're both fed from the Yardin, how could it be that in the north the Kinneret is teeming with life and a little further south it's, it's the Dead Sea, Shutai Kamashmai, says Rav Luria, because the essence of life is the ability to give to others. So the Yardin pours through the Kinneret and it is Mechabel, and uh, yes it's Mechabel, but then it becomes a Noisein. And when, when there's Nesina and there's giving, there's Chayim and there's vitality and there's great life. A little further south, the Yam HaMelech is Makabel, the waters of the Yardin, and that's where it stops and that's where it ends. And when there's taking and receiving and no giving, then what you have is the Dead Sea. So the letter Vav, the letter Vav is the central letter of the Torah. It all is dependent on giving. And giving is especially in Inyane Torah. And therefore, the letter Vav represents Chayim, and the letter Vav represents uh, Talmud Torah La'acherim, Talmud Torah to others. So these are some introductory thoughts on Perkei Abbas, and uh, I want to share with you um, some thoughts on one of the Mishnahis in Perk Aleph in the next segment. Yes? Sure.